Jay, you look uh, like you're in a very swish office. Where are you at the moment speaking to us? Right. Um, so basically, currently we are based in um, Port Dixon. Yeah. So, yeah. Is so this a Jebucha head office? Is this the office that you guys are running things out of? Or is this like you're, you're also working, doing something else kind of thing? Um, I'm actually working uh, with something else. But I mean, my office right now is also based here. And also my production plant is also here but we are we are kind of part of another company right right i so, see yeah okay, okay, so right. you, you so basically like have like two jobs or two well. companies um actually this is a uh, part of um my family's business okay so yeah we're we are actually running like a engineering company okay and this is like a division out of it that okay. i'm venturing into so yeah so we are it's diversifying your own baby into la, this one Yes, I'm diversifying into another section. So this is part of our diversification. Cool. Yeah. I, I love it. I love that your, your sort of uh, engineering background has, has sort of gone into creating <laughs> this uh, monster product that you have. Um, but I'm really interested, like, what's your, you know, uh, finding kombucha story? So actually, um, kombucha was part of my passion project, honestly. I'll get to it later on, but basically I discovered uh, kombucha back in 2017 when I was living in London. And I remember strolling through the aisles of a health food store and I came across this fermented tea. Instantly, I was um, very curious. What was it? So I picked it up. I brought it back home. My first encounter with kombucha wasn't really great to be honest wait, wait, why why what, <laughs> what happened tell us <laughs> why what happened okay okay so i opened it it smelled so funky <laughs> and like honestly it popped to my face like a champagne or something right, like right. that so right. i i honestly hesitated i was like should i really drink this but <laughs> did you think did you think it had gone bad or something because you know there was a lot of pressure behind the pop exactly like i was like is this even a right product or anything like that? And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. I drank it and honestly, I fell in love with it in my first sip. Was it a like, taste? Oh, or really? Zing? What was it? What did you like? Right. So it's like, you know, people say kombucha is like a very love-hate relationship. You either love it or you hate it. Okay. But for me, like I really loved it. Like it was a very good balance between like sweet, sour, and also the best part is it's fizzy. Mm -hmm. And after that, I, I did some research on kombucha, like what is it and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I found out like everything was natural. The sourness from it was a byproduct of the fermentation and also the natural carbonation from it. So, right. I mean, all of this instantly just blew my mind. Like, wow, how, how, how did this even happen? You know? How did I not know this? It sounds to me like you're describing having durian for the first time. Like the smells funky, but it's absolutely yeah. divine. <laughs> exactly. It's the exact same concept. Right. Yeah, but I, I guess kombucha is more acceptable yes, rather than yes, durian, please, I guess. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe for JD, yes. I don't know, for the rest of us, we'd love it. But you, you were saying that it's got a lot of sort of natural byproducts. I would imagine some of those are, are good for you. What are they? So um, I, I think the most notable one is, is very high in probiotics. And probiotics is a good bacteria that I think most of the people know what it is. I mean, commonly mm -hmm. people know it from yogurt and things like that. Mm -hmm. So probiotics, uh, the, most, the most notable benefit of it is that it's uh, important to, for our gut health. 
And mm-hmm. I always say our gut is like our second brain. And why do I say that? It's because 70% of our immune system is actually in the lining of our guts. And also 90% of our happy hormones called serotonin is actually produced in our guts. So naturally having a healthy gut gives you like, you know, healthy immune system, a healthy body overall. No wonder right. I'm so happy. And I have a very big gut. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a big gut too. Yes. I'm Always follow happy. your gut feeling, right? <laughs> Trust your gut. Yeah, that's one of life. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm just so, I'm just curious. Like, there's a lot of people I know obviously um, have to stay away from those probiotic kind of things, though, because they're all to do with dairy, and you know, um, non-dairy stuff is pretty expensive. Like, is kombucha like dairy? So that's a good point. So actually, this is the best part about kombucha. It's um, gluten-free. It's also dairy-free. So it's good for people who have lactose intolerant. Yeah. So it's you, a JD. very good substitute. Don't don't be don't go near JD when you when he's had any kind of milk, or show <laughs> him where the nearest bad, toilet is. Yeah. <laughs> so people who have like lactose intolerant, they tend to like get you know like probiotic pills and things like that. Mm. And you know all of these are not really natural. Mm. So mm. having kombucha is actually a very good substitute for like like yogurt and things like that because mm. like what I said is it's very good for lactose intolerant people. Right. Yeah. I, suppose it's, I suppose it's a much more fun experience than having to pop pills. You can drink something sort of tasty, I would imagine. And instead. fizzy as well. Yeah, so you, you, yeah exactly. When you JD, it, right? Do you like some... Sorry? When you first bought it, were, were you like surprised by the fizz or were like, I don't know what this is, did you? I mean, I was surprised by how it tasted like. Like, I didn't expect anything at all. I legit just picked it up just to try it. I was like, wow, it, it actually has fizz to it. <laughs> I got to try it. Okay, so so yeah. how did you go from like, you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this drink I've just had um, back in the UK to suddenly being back here in Malaysia and actually having your own business? Right. So basically, like, for, I, I told you earlier that uh, kombucha was initially like my passion project. Yeah, yeah. I I came back to Malaysia and honestly, kombucha wasn't very accessible at that time, around yeah four years back-ish. Mm-hmm. So I, I started brewing on my own. I started brewing at home on my own. I I gave samples to my friends and family and everyone. And I started introducing this drink to everyone. It was so foreign to everyone. And everyone mm-hmm. was like, can I trust you, Jai? Like this, this tea? <laughs> seriously? What alchemy you is sure? this? What moonshine are you making, Jai? You know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and everyone really loved it. They said like it's very acceptable to your palate, and at the same time, it's a good substitute for soda for them. Mm. And they started mm. drinking it daily. So actually, um, last year I was supposed to start my own villa business called uh, Rachado Villa, and. Unfortunately, due to the pandemic, I couldn't kickstart my hospitality business. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was looking for something else to start with. And um, my friend, she just opened a cafe and she asked me, Hey, Jai, why don't you just supply to my cafe this kombucha? And I was like, yeah, sure. What, What do I need to start a kombucha brand? Right. I just need to get some bottles, design some labels, stick it on and just like, you know, come up with... What's your friend's flavors. cafe in uh, Port Dixon as well? No, it's actually in Klang. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. So, I'm- yes. So, I started um, supplying to her and one thing just 
came to another another cafe approached me i approached other cafes and everyone just loves it and right now we are actually in a few stores mm-hmm. like from cafes we are right now in like grocers and um convenience stores we are we are still looking to put it in more uh, locations right now right so But yeah in klanglo the first cafe klang now i'm not knocking klang people all right But I, I'm not sure not that Klang's the first place that uh, kombucha would ha- would be would explode, and people were like, "Oh my god, it's the best thing!" So, how did the Klang people take to it, though? Actually, the Klang people really loved it. Really? Because, yeah, seriously, because it's something different, like something that they have not encountered before. Yeah. Right. So, especially like a lot of um elderlies, uh, oh, elderlies. Right, right. I mean, it's tea based, mm. so mm. I guess a lot of elderly love uh, tea based items. And mm. I mean, I was very thankful for my friend because she started introducing my product to everyone, like all her customers. Like, the, you know, when people enter a cafe, they'll ask like, "Hey, anything new in your cafe? Yeah, anything yeah. nice yeah. to yeah. have?" Mm. And she's like, "You know, why don't you try this new product, kombucha?" And all the elderly were like, "Oh, okay, what's it?" And they're like, "You know, it's very good for you. Mm. You stay young. You stay energetic. You know, <laughs> all of these health benefits. Really so selling it for you." So all the elderly started mm. trying it. Yeah, and actually, Clang has quite a young crowd as well. Right. Yeah, a lot of families and all. They really, mm-hmm. really loved okay, it. Yeah, I must change so, my mentality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on, open. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Look, Jay, at this point, you know, you kind of were like, okay, put you know your villa um, place on hold. You are this crazy sort of scientist in the kitchen, um, fermenting and brewing your homemade moonshine. And as you know, you were opening up and stocking up in different places. We was your were your family concerned at all about how long you were spending in the little laboratory room, kind of cooking up your little scobies. <laughs> Um, actually, they were quite supportive because, like, I actually came from a legal background. I was a corporate lawyer, and yeah, I, I actually, <laughs> I know Jenny is like it gets no, more interesting because you're like a legal lawyer, background, engineering, engineering. <laughs> <laughs> making moonshine on the side now. I, I love know. it. <laughs> yeah, so they were actually really happy that I followed like my passion project because mm. I mean, since young, I've Always loved being in the kitchen, trying out new stuff, and I felt like I also have the talent with a taste-wise, like trying to blend things up, and also, yeah. So, okay, how exactly do you make kombucha then? Yeah, actually, how? Okay, actually, I brought like a jar. Of oh, cool! All right, for JD. Nice show and tell time, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Okay, yeah, so what we have in front of us is this huge jar. <laughs> okay, and what what yeah. is the solution in there? This is a mini jar, actually. Uh, oh, this so, is small. okay. Right. I'll explain it as I talk about the process. Okay, yes, right? please, yes. So, um, the first step is that we brew the tea mm. with sugar, right? And after this sweetened tea cools down, we transfer it into this jar. Yeah. Okay. So, in this jar, we have this secret item called. The symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. It's for short. It's called um, a scoby. Right. So it's a very. Um, oops. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Was that an explosion from your kombucha? <laughs> right. Right. I wish. I wish. So anyway, so a scoby is actually like a 
Can you see it? What is that? Oh, my that? gosh. So, wait, you've got a pair of gloves on and you're pulling out. It looks like a honeycomb sponge or something. It's like a huge pancake, don't you think so? Yeah. yeah like a very... very like looks like something slightly out of aliens, though, to be honest with you. It does. It looks like sort of je- if a jellyfish and a sponge had a baby, yes. it would be that. Yes. <laughs> yes. The texture is very gelatin-like mm-hmm. and it's huge. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's like a, of a dinner pancake. plate. Yeah. So basically what it does is that, um, yeah, I'm going to put it aside first. So what it does is it, it's, uh, we leave it for like two to three weeks aside for it to ferment. And this scoby will work its magic. It will eat up the sugar and also like the caffeine from the tea right. to actually produce all the good bacteria that your body will receive, like the enzymes, the probiotics, the antioxidants. And it also like produces that natural carbonation that you will feel. So does that, okay, does that thing like yes. disappear or do you have to get rid of it? Or does it like how... Does- well, how does that work? So the best part of it is that it actually gives birth to another one. So we will leave it aside for like two to three weeks. <laughs> Wait, JD, before you are like feeling so shocked, it's a good sign. Right. This, like, this is like an alien thing. First of all, okay. these scobies in this pancake it's, jellyfish baby is they're alive. Yeah. And then they, they eat all the caffeine and all the sugar in the tea solution you've made. And then it gives, it gives birth. birth. Is it, it to something small that then grows to a bigger size, or I mean, no, like so? Okay, I'll show you again. So right. basically, it's like um, so it, it just like um, re like it just produces a second piece. So this is actually the first piece right. that yes. I inserted like um two three weeks ago, right. and then it just produces like the same one again, which is like another scoby. Just oh my gosh, it's the same size. Yeah, it gives birth to fully grown baby. Yes, it, it follows the size of the jar. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Two to, th- so so two to mean, three weeks. Okay, right. So does it only have one baby or does it have many babies? I'm sorry. I'm getting so curious about this. <laughs> just one, so one scoby pancake gives you one scoby pancake. Yes, that's right. Okay. And then and can maybe, you reuse them or? Yeah, you can reuse them. But uh, yeah, you can reuse them. But yeah. we also keep the baby in something called wheat. We call a scoby hotel, so it'll be like a jar filled with like um scobies, and you can actually use it for extra production or anything like that. <laughs> so, so wait, so wait, it's kind of like this is getting more sci-fi as we go. So it's kind of like alien. It's like sleeping pods. So baby scoby gets given birth, gets taken out the jar away from mummy scoby, and gets put in a, like a pod to, to like cryo cryo frozen, but not cryo frozen until you need it. I mean, I always categorize this as like um, agriculture, like us making kombucha. It feels like we are farmers at the same time because, you know, everything is from scratch. We get the seed, we plant it, and we get the produce, which is the kombucha. And at the same time, it kind of like reproduces another Right, right. Plant. Okay, okay. If, when you say farming, it makes more sense now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. I understand it now. Okay, okay cool. All right. All right. Wow. It's like, it. it's like a very complex ecosystem because it's not just one thing, uh, right? Okay, so so the scoby eats up all the caffeine and sugar, right? And then gives birth, and then what happens? And then that's, okay, so that's where you get um, the product, the kombucha. So when it reaches a certain fizz level, certain sugar level, certain pH level, all these um, quantitative uh, things, we will harvest it and 
we will uh, bottle it. So the first, the first uh, fermentation, we call this the first fermentation, mm -hmm. which is bottled. You will receive uh, the original flavor. This will be the original flavor. And I will recommend this to people that have not tried kombucha before because then you will receive the full flavor profile of what okay. kombucha is. All right. okay. And for example, like currently right now at Jebucha, we have three uh, flavored ones, which mm -hmm. is the ginger lemon, mm -hmm. the honey lavender, and also the pandan lemongrass. Right. So right. what we do is we call this the second fermentation. So for second fermentation, we will put in... Um, all the natural ingredients. For example, like ginger lemon, we'll put mm -hmm. in bentong ginger and lemon. Oh, you flavor it. Flavor I the see. kombucha right, right. Okay. for like around two to three days mm -hmm. until it reaches that flavor profile as well. And then we will bottle it. So we'll so, insert all the natural ingredients. So are you like tasting it as it goes? Like you kind <laughs> of daily having spoonfuls of kombucha to test whether something's ready or fizzy enough or lemony enough or... Yes. So basically, I'm taste master for it. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So wow. to to maintain that quality, I would taste every batch, everything to see whether we receive that consistency that the consumers would get. Right. Yeah. So like, like when you're in terms of your production, like how many liters or however you measure it, do you kind of make of this a week? I'm just curious. How many liters? Um, like the big balang, right? How big is that? This is um, the one that you showed us was the small one. This is actually the smaller one. Yeah, right, right. for yeah, it's a smaller one. Right. Usually, our jar is around eight liters. Right. So it's okay. Quite huge. Okay. Yeah. So I would say our production probably two hundred. Wow. Okay. Two hundred liters. Wow. I would okay. Say at least maybe. So so let's yeah. talk about you kind of going okay from sort of your passion project making it for yourself, family, and friends. You start making it to sell right what were some of the biggest challenges starting up your yep. own brand and business i started this brand in the midst of a pandemic so i think that naturally screams challenge <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah so on the supply side i faced um, several su supply problems like um shortage of water supply i i actually encountered that and uh shortage of label printings mm. And also, I try to source for very good tea because I think having good tea is very important for a good brew. So, so wait, what do you mean by also, very good tea? Like, yeah, where do you get how, it how from? do you know what's good? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, oh, is that a secret? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, tea, I, I'm not sure about you, but I'm a very big tea lover. So I can actually differentiate like good tea, bad tea, uh, Mediocre tea, maybe. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I just so, take tea out of tea bags. So, I mean, I have my favorite, you know. So, is it like your Indian tea, Chinese tea, Ceylon tea? So, um, actually, for kombucha, people will mix and match different kinds of oh, tea. Oh, really? But, yeah. So, so, you have your own, like, mix, secret like, recipe? Like garam masala. Yeah. Yeah, but for Ajay Bucha, we only use black tea. Ah. Because I believe black tea gives the best taste mm. because I try to it. suit um, Malaysian flavors, mm. uh, Malaysian taste buds. And I realized in Malaysia, we love everything strong. Yes. Right. Do you agree? Yeah. Kau kau yeah. All the way. Like everything kau, kopi yeah. o kau, whatever kau. Yeah. So, yeah. So I believe Malaysians love like 
a stronger taste profile. So, and that's why I'm using a black tea. And also in a black tea world, there's so many types of black tea. Did you have trouble getting so the, the supply? So many different quality. Yeah, I mean, in the midst of the pandemic, of course, uh, supply is a problem. And mm. also trying to get good tea is hard as well. Yeah. Okay. And on the other hand, we also faced a um, demand problem because food and beverage um in the food and beverage industry during the pandemic, they weren't mm. doing well. They had to close. They had to open. Mm-hmm. So as a supplier, definitely they did not want to take much stock from me mm. or they just stopped taking because, you know, there's no demand for it. They have no customers walking into their cafe. Now, so, yeah. I wanted to ask about that. Did you have any problem with like how it was stored and kept? Like, is it something that will explode if you don't keep it in the fridge? Yeah, or it's gassy, you need to keep right? It out? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, Oh, okay. So, um, we need to refrigerate the kombucha after it's bottled because we need to slow down the fermentation. The mm. reason why, I mean, when I say it explodes, it's not like literally like explode. Right, right. You know, I mean, it's just like a pop. Like maybe like, wait, hold on. Let me just open one. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. I heard okay, pressure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's just this pop. Yeah. Just like this a regular pop. soda okay. then, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just because like a regular f- soda. Right, because my friends mate used to make kefir. And Ooh. she's had a few explosions with that. So I just wondered if it had a similar... Pro- you know, <laughs> like little IEDs everywhere, improvised. Yeah, exactly. Right? Wow, okay. Oh, yeah. that's quite wow. clear. I, I, I don't know why I always thought it was going to be super dark. Oh, nice. Mm. Okay. The color actually turns um, lighter as it ferments because like what I said previously, the scoby actually eats up Right, the, the sugars and whatnot. The caffeine. The caffeine, okay. The and tannins, the tannins and stuff. Yeah, okay. from the tea. Right. That it makes it lighter. Right. So amber color. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, amber yeah, yeah. color. How does it work? I mean, like, you, you've been storing it. I mean, like, in that means you needed a big space to put things. Thank, thankfully, you have a space in your family's business and everything. But you put in money to buy all this stuff, and then you can't sell it. How does that work? I mean, like, I, I'm pretty sure money was a bit of an issue as well at some point. You mean like because the demand wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, because no one was yeah. buying your stuff, right? Right. So, yeah, at that time, we had to switch more to um, B2C kind of thing. So, like, we started um, marketing it more on, mm-hmm. yeah, we started marketing it more, uh, trying to get online sales via, like, thankfully, we have platforms like Shopee, Lazada, mm-hmm. um, our online official website. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's... I guess one of the best takeoff from the pandemic was that we started uh, focusing on B two C as well at that time, trying to reach out to people personally. Right. You know, right. yeah. A lot of uh, steep learning curves for you in lots of different areas. It sounds like. Yes, it has been a crazy year. Um, mm. Actually, I started this brand like last year, October twenty twenty. Mm. So we are still quite new. We are still one year in the market, but it was a very steep mm. learning curve. And also like, very slow say, sales actually. in the start, I'm, I'm guessing. Mm. Yes, yes. Oh, I right. struggled a lot initially, uh, you know, getting the sales and all. But right now, today, from how I see it, I'm actually, I actually need to ramp up my production to keep up with the demand. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Different kinds of problems. Actually, my goodness. if you don't mind Different me asking, because anytime something is fermented, people always wonder, oh, I wonder if I'm allowed to drink that. Because for a certain uh, a group of people who are very interested in trying this, is it um, halal? Can Muslims consume kombucha? 
So the general consensus is that uh, Muslims can actually consume kombucha. I understand there are a lot of concerns of the byproduct of fermentation. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So fermentation is a very uh, natural biological re- uh, biological reaction. Like kimchi you know? so, fermented, right? Yeah. We, 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 so yeah. kimchi is even like an overripe banana is fermented. Even grape juice mm-hmm. is fermented because all of this is all natural. Right. Right. Yeah. There were a lot of questions regarding this, and actually, like a fatwa, which is a non-binding legal opinion yeah. mm-hmm. on the point of Islamic law, mm-hmm. was passed, and it says that the the caveat says that as long as the consumption of the beverage is non-intoxicating, you can actually have right. it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So that means also like people like you know pregnant women um, are also fine to mm. drink. I mean, is there anyone who shouldn't drink kombucha? Should I say? I wouldn't recommend it to pregnant ladies and breastfeeding mothers because mm-hmm. um, apparently fermentation has some side effect to it. Right. Yeah. Okay. So these are the two groups of people that I wouldn't recommend it. To. Okay. okay. Right. But it's good for kids. But I mean, kids can drink them. Drink it. Kids love it. I have so many um, uh, customers that actually give it to their kids because you know kids love like something sugary and it's something gassy soda pops yeah like like sodas so they try to educate their children since young to you know you can have something nice but get something guilt free yeah and also Mm, good and that's good for you right yeah yeah Yeah, and it's good for you as well Mm. so it's it's good for kids and they really really love it but yeah here's um, here's a a hard question since you know you're really good at selling your product what sets Jebucha Kombucha apart from the competition that's around? Um, I think the biggest is uh, obtaining a competitive pricing for such a premium product. I would say in the market right now, we try to be one of the cheapest mm-hmm. because we have a vision of uh, you know, educating the public about kombucha, making it more accessible, making it more affordable. Because, mm. yeah, like I said, it's a very sacred item. And to me personally as well, why I started this is because I used to have um, this skin condition called psoriasis. Yeah. I've not, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. basically, it's a skin condition that gives me scaly red patches all over my skin. Mm-hmm. And I, I struggled with psoriasis since young. And after I started consuming kombucha, my psoriasis healed 100%. If not 100%, I would say 99%. Mm-hmm. I usually have very bad scaly patches on my elbows. It's gone. Mm-hmm. My neck, is still. I, I still have a very small patch of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's gone. So okay. basically, yeah, I, I obtained the benefits of it. And mm-hmm. I really want the public to learn about it. To consume so, it, to gain the so benefits of it. Does it also make you burp? Because JD's got, you know, a habit right. of burping all over the place. I just wonder if, if if I give him some kombucha to actually drink, do I need to leave the room? <laughs> no, actually, it's better. You won't burp as much. Honestly, I, I used to face like indigestion problems. Mm. Right. I used to have very bloated stomach, things like that, like burping, you know. And after I started drinking kombucha, Mm. I just, yeah, my digestion just feels better. I just feel better overall. And these are all the positive feedbacks that I receive from my customers um, as well. 
Yeah, okay, that's good to know. I might get him a bottle then. <laughs> help, help. I don't mind get him burping less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, oh, we, so- we got a bit swayed off. Like, yeah, apart from the competitive pricing that I was talking about, mm-hmm. yeah, I think what sets us apart from other brands is also we try to use local ingredients and also we try to come up with Malaysian inspired flavors. Right. Yeah, so for example, like our ginger lemon, we use pentong ginger, which is locally sourced. For our honey lavender, we use tualang honey, which mm-hmm. is from our rainforest. Right. And mm-hmm. also pandan lemongrass, I think that just says it all. It sounds yep. so Malaysian already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jay, you know, um, as is always the case with every guest we have on Free Plug Friday, JD creates something um, for all our guests to use across their platforms. And uh, he would like to now demonstrate what he created, he made earlier for you. Exactly. This is for you to right, put on I'm all excited. your... Yeah, for your socials. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yes. Okay, check this out. Ah. Whoa, what is that? Kombucha. Wait, kombu what? Kombucha. It's a fermented tea that's been consumed for thousands of years. Not only does it have the same health benefits as tea, it's also rich in beneficial probiotics. Kombucha also contains antioxidants, can kill harmful bacteria, and may help fight several diseases. Wait, where'd you get it from? Jaybucha. They've got a flavor for everyone. Honey lavender, pandan lemongrass, and so much more. Okay, where can I get them? At all the regular online shopping stores, or better yet, log onto their website, jaybucha.com. That's J-B-O-O-C-H-A. I'm going to get it. It's low as 8 ringgit 70 per bottle and they even have subscriptions. Jaybucha Kombucha, delivering your daily dose of happiness right to your doorstep. Oh, wow. I love it so much. <laughs> Thanks, JD. <laughs> That's for you. I'm so glad. Okay, now, yeah. do remind everyone how they can contact you if they want to sort of... Uh, Get testers, test it out, buy a bottle, get a subscription. Do they have to go all the way to Clang? Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> no, Port Dixon. <laughs> I am trying to make it very accessible. So we are actually on uh, one of the fasting, fastest growing uh, convenience store right now in Malaysia called EMAT24. I'm not sure if... Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, EMAT24. And also um, in the beginning of next year, we will be with this convenience store called um, Mixcom Mai. Yeah, okay. they have quite a few branches in uh, Selangor and also in Penang and right. things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we are st- still in talks with a few other convenience stores and grocers to get listed on them. Uh, yeah, so, but if you would like it delivered to your doorstep, you can actually uh, get onto our official website mm. or you can even get it on Shopee. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is it so, under jbucha.com on, on both yes. places? So our official website is actually www.jbucha.com. Brilliant. I'm getting oh. a few bottles, man. Yeah. I gotta try it. And also awesome. on Shopee. I gotta try. It. I've never had I've never had kombucha before. My brother keeps talking about it, but I'm like, he's never I've never had it. So I, I would love to try it. We'll do the JD burp test yes. and see and yes. give you some feedback. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jai, hopefully uh, this will help you out with your with your biz, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully things will fly off from there, and and you have more baby scobies everywhere. Yes, yes, I hope so too. <laughs> yeah.